This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Tap Into. I'm Travis. I'm Pete. And I'm Cassie. And we're excited you're joining us on this journey of conscious rising. Wait, what does that mean? I'm glad you asked, Pete. It means we're going to be sharing our experiences and tools for a life centered in joy, purpose, and gratitude. Life as it comes our way. So, the good, the bad. Don't forget the what the fuck. <laughs> exactly. So, come as you are, set aside what you think you know, and simply listen. And as always, take, take what, what you, you like and leave the rest. So welcome to Tap Into, episode Travis and 43. Pete. 43, lucky number seven, if you do the num- numerology added up thing. And that's, now I'm going blank. So we are here recording in the Specialty Produce, I'm looking at the TV like this camera, Specialty Produce Network offices, and our lovely producer, Danielle, who we love. And Travis is sharing out the the live and so if you are listening on the podcast, look us up on Facebook, Travis and Pete. And you're you struggling. <laughs> I'm partially so, paying attention. I know. Well, I was going to get into my story. Um, oh, hey, Vula. Time until you Vula. remember. <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to get into my story of how the inspiration of our topic today came out. Um, is that going to be on? Is that going to be on? Vula, share this the, live. Wait a minute. Oh, it never goes on there. I thought it did. Hulu. Do you have three lines when you put our title on the live? Oh, I can do that. Oh, okay. I didn't. I, I could have been making something up. Um, but last last week I started in my story, and you were doing some sharing, and then when I was done with my story, you you didn't know what I said. I still don't know what so, I said. So exactly. So that's why I was rambling while you. Not rambling because I was appreciative of being here, especially Produce Network and working with Danielle. Yeah, you said some words. I'm ready. I did. Okay. I, I didn't share anything, but I'm I did. Yeah. So the they title, shared, right? our title is fun because it's it's a fun song. It's walk we like shared an Egyptian. All of our personal pages too. Did I? No. no. Did you? She is. Oh. Okay. okay. Go. Um. So it's walk like an Egyptian because it's a fun song to dance to, and the only dance move of the ancient Egyptians that I know. Yep. That's it. And so, but. It has nothing, absolutely nothing to do. I don't actually don't know the lyrics, but the title has nothing to do with this episode, which is on expectations, resentments, and um, there was one more word. That's okay. Letting, letting, um, letting down. Oh, getting let down. Yeah. Um, and I was listening to the radio. It was an 80s station or oldies. I guess that's oldies now. Um, which someone made an oldies, like an old joke about 9-11 or something. And I was like, that's, we're not far enough away from that for me to be old that that happened. But um, anyways, I was listening to the 80s, and I was on the interstate, and what are you doing? I'm distracted. Um, and then I had this thought about expectations, because I was, in the morning when I leave the warehouse and get on the road, um, the interstate, it could be, I could have a fast pass, like a fast track pass to get on the fast lane, um, but if I don't, then I gotta sit through the line. So, I was, um... I'm struggling not to drop out. Um, so anyways, I was driving and I was like driving in the, in some traffic and I got to thinking, I was like, why do people, I guess specifically me get agitated when you get into traffic, whether you're running late or not, it's easier not to get into when you're not running late. But, um, and then I was like, it's like, we get, we've, we take the interstate, for example, we've been on the interstate for 
all of our lives if you live within the United States. Um, and yet every single time I get on the interstate, I expect not to be delayed by traffic or stupid drivers or what, like it never goes away. And so, but now, especially when I'm on the clock, so the longer I'm on the road, the more I get paid anyways, that helps. But when I'm on the interstate and I'm just like chilling because I'm like, if I wanted to get somewhere earlier and not be delayed by traffic, then I would have left earlier would be the logical thing there. And so, but knowing that I'm just like sitting in traffic, I can't make it go any faster. I'm not going to get there any faster. And if I try to, that could be unsafe. So that's where I came from my aha moment of expectations and why things like repeatedly annoy us when we've done them hundreds of thousands of times. And yet like we got to learn from it. So I'm growing in the terms of not being frustrated. The expectation is that traffic's not going to be on the interstate and that I won't get frustrated because an expectation is a belief of an event or a future event. Um, it's just so frustrating. But I'm growing. <laughs> Our producers in there going heart. Throwing us some hand hearts. Uh, so expectations, though, is that something that uh, you know? Let's just. I'll just say words that come out of my mouth. Is, <laughs> is expectations something that we're pre-programmed with? Um, no, I think it's learned. You think it's learned? Well, that could be a whole. Other and who topic. teaches like, us that? Is the it the media? Uh, is it? It's, Probably parents, first of all. Parents? Yeah. Parents it's are every, our first teacher. You know what? People say, like, like when you're talking about kids and stuff, and it just, like, where'd you get that from? Like, your teacher, your parent, it's every observable moment that a child from birth on has is the shape. Like, it, obviously, they're your parents, whatever, and more, but it's, like, every environmental thing, it's – learning in life is definitely a do as I do, not as I say, because it's not a said thing. It's a you, – you watch, and you get that habit of, like, what's going on around you. Is it possible to have not have expectations? Yes. Is it? Yes. If I can change my expectations of getting on the interstate and what that's going to be like, then I can – anyone I come across that I have a problem with expecting something, and maybe it bleeds over once you get the solid idea of expectations that it bleeds over into everything naturally. But yeah, I think it's a learned behavior. It's a learned process on how to change your thoughts. How to, would How would someone teach somebody about expectations? Like how – what would – Well, I'm sure there's a college class maybe. I don't know. No, no, no. I'm saying but, like you're saying it's taught. It's taught by our parents. What do we see in them or learn from them that causes us to have expectations? So like if you're you know, you're know, a child and you could watch your parents interacting somehow, like what in their interaction are you learning an expectation from? Everything. I mean it's like – I'll catch myself saying something and I'll hear my dad in my voice or I'll catch myself standing a certain way and see my mom in that or someone like previous relationships that happened for a while. Like I can say something and it sparks. So it's like, it's just a repetition of a same behavior. Like I sit in the back seat and I was listening to my mom or dad yelling at the traffic or yelling at each other on how they're driving. Like that's going to come into me expecting the person sitting next to me while I'm driving to say something and I'm going to want to get defensive. Wink, wink. Or the person, or me sitting, me sightseeing driving. Like, where else would you know? You know what? It's impossible to say, is it predisposed or not? Because I'm sitting here, I was just thinking, I was like, where would you know <laughs> where it started? Right. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's like, or, where, or if you had zero examples from birth, 
then how would you just naturally go about reacting to things? If you were the first person born, Adam, Adam, how'd that go? Steve, you're welcome to let us in on that as well. So, okay, scenario time. Um, we're we're kind of talking about not having expectations, and you can live without expectations. Um, do you want to live without expectations? So, like, no. Well, I'd say in the purpose of like using them as like markers for things. That's true. Um, but like, like a measurement system, perhaps. And what's the difference here, right? I expect, I have high expectations that you will not like stab me whenever you know you first wake up in the morning. I like that, and I probably have questions for like that. That's the first <laughs> example you came to. Well, it's a, it's a, I, I mean, is that was there a previous experience in your life where no. someone standing over your bed with a knife <laughs> as you woke up? <laughs> Maybe. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, but it's like, okay, what's that? What's wrong with that expectation? So, I mean, that's, they say expectations. I mean, okay, so I think there's concrete. Right? There's concrete expectations mm-hmm. that unless the Earth stops spinning in the way it does, that if I drop a penny from the Empire State Building, someone's going to die at the bottom, or it's going to cause a <laughs> hole in the ground, or glass to be shattered. Or do you like that? That's where I went with that. You just like you just combined <laughs> two or three different little. Yeah. Well, short I, okay. So in my original thought, I was just going to say drop a penny from my arm to the table. Like I expect <laughs> it's going to hit the table unless something gets in its way, like another hand or the wind or the earth stops rotating and we all just float. Like there are certain expectations that are concrete because science hat. Yeah. Hashtag science. <laughs> um, but then it's like. But, like, you take you and me, for example, and there's times we expect certain behaviors from each other, and maybe 98% of the time we get that, and then we don't for, like, 2%, which is all combined into, like, two weeks' time that someone's going through something or whatever, then it's still frustrating. So, <laughs> that's not where I was going to go with that. It's, st- <laughs> it's still an expectation that wasn't delivered on, even though... So, pe- people are imperfect. Versus science, which is perfect. Right? I, I love it. You went from starting to teach us some like scientific stuff with the earth revolving around I, the sun and dropping something and killing somebody off the <laughs> I'm gonna enjoy watching this episode back. Uh, me too. Can I have that coke? Do you wanna do you wanna drink? Yes. Do you wanna drink? I do. Okay. What are Pete? <laughs> <laughs> Shh. Our producer just put up a note that said, Peter, you stoned. <laughs> oh, it's really funny. Oh, good. I'm Linda's getting like us back. Into- hey, Cor. This is- <laughs> oh, hey. Now that I know Cor's who you here. are. <laughs> Linda said, maybe it's how we react to the expectations we've set for certain things. Right. I believe that because, like, if I expect that Pete's going to bring me home a Snickers bar and he brings me home a Reese cup, I mean, it's still pretty awesome, but. It's but, still but. a resentment. But, but. <laughs> I would still resent him but, but. violently for not bringing me home with Snickers. Can you resent like Snickers? I, I don't know. What if you have a <clears throat> negative expectation? <gasps> All right. That's a great question. So we Are, just had our, on our one of our Twitter followers just tweeted, twatted us a question. Will you go back to the question so we can read it? Oh, what if you have a negative expectation was what it was. And so, and by the way, that tweeter is our producer, Danielle. 
So, like, setting forth negative expectations, does that set you up for, if it's not resentment, then it would be... Do you do you have a, an example and make sure you press the button so we can hear you on the recording? Well, it's, yeah, yeah. And then I'll like my example. Okay. Pete, since you're a terrible friend to me all the time, and every time I see you, you do negative things to me, <laughs> I expect you to kick me in the shin. <laughs> it was one time. Oh my gosh. Uh, she didn't even say JK. So, I mean, in, in one way, I can say that next time I'll wear shin cards. Wait, did I really I kick be- you? No. This is okay because I was like, I was like, hold on, I'm no. not the, I'm not that guy. Situation, man. Situation. Okay. okay, so now everyone knows it's a lie. But do I wear shin guards now? And now I'm better prepared because I have a negative expectation, or am I like freaked out all the time and I'm like paranoid? Is this <gasps> not a person you can get away from? <laughs> this is not a real story. I know. That's why I'm continuing it on. You it's see like, me once a week per. Yeah, but but this is we're 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 woke up in here. So it's like, and you include it. So it's like if something's in your way. And frustrating you, you have the option to not be around it or to remove it. <laughs> I'm going to get off my mic. You continue yeah. your show. So my negative no, expectations. Like yeah, that was actually a really good question. I just. You just what? I don't know what happened there. <laughs> <laughs> but so like a negative expectation, my example was going to be like, so I come to work. And this is obviously not true, but I come to work um, expecting to have a horrible day. So that would be a negative expectation, right? So I come to work and it ends up being a great day, right? That's not a resentment on the other side of it. Like, so, you you know, anytime you do have an expectation, you resent something because it ends up coming true. But if you go in with a negative one and a positive outcome happens, that's that. And we call that keeping the bar low. Is that the bar low? Got it? Yeah. Yeah. So... Then if that's the case, that, yeah, but do you want to – it's like the optimist versus the realist. Hey, Kimberly, man. Kimberly. Kimberly. Uh, we're talking about expectations here. Yeah. And um, our wonderful producer and friend, Danielle, um, she asked – she said, what about negative expectations? And the negative expectations is if you have a negative expectation and it doesn't come true, that's a bonus. If it does come true, well, your expectations were low anyways, so – no harm, yeah. no foul there. Well, and I think we can look at it too. The negative and a positive expectation is kind of relative. What's negative to me could be po- like, you know, you may enjoy sitting in traffic on the interstate and I, you would be the first and maybe you start a podcast about that. I don't know. But um, that was also a story because it's not true. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. And I lost where I was. Do you want to finish it? I don't know where you were either. Okay. So, it's, it's, what? Squirrel. Squirrel, the sparkly squirrel. So expectations lead to resentments, unless you're negative expectations, and then they just lead to ex- oh, awesome surprises. That's what, was, that's what I was okay. That's what I was talking about. Is like the relativity of it. It's like, is it negative or positive based on the outcome you get? That's opposite. So it's like if you have a low expectation and a positive one happens, then that's easier to deal with, or maybe more preferred than getting a high expectation and it not being met. Yeah. I know. I don't know. I think that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm interrupting your show. Yeah. Okay. Let me finish because we're interrupting ourselves. Oh, we are now. Now I'm like, what? Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. What were you gonna say? Because I, it'll come back to me. Sorry. No. No. Don't be sorry. Uh, don't be sorry. Me? Hey, that's uh, okay, not. So that's an expectation. If I have a negative expectation, 
Am I subconsciously setting myself up for that negativity, though? That's what I was going to say afterwards. Yes, very good point. So it's like... Yeah, what you think about, you bring about. Right, period. So I'm not going to constantly be like, well, just because I get a, a special surprise um, after my negative expectation, you know, that's that was probably a fluke, I would say. You know, it's not always going to happen that way. And like you said, whatever, you know, if you're constantly you know, in the mindset of negativity and being like, oh, my day's going to suck. And you're trying to, like, trick the universe. You're like, oh, my day's going to suck. And you're like, hey, you know what I mean? Because you're like, if you think you taunt the universe enough, it'll give you the opposite. That doesn't happen that way. So you're always going to bring about what you think about. And if you're thinking negative, is going to be negative. Yeah. And, and I will say, sorry, sorry. Say, Oh, and I was going to say, like, like with my job, I went into it with expectations, and those were not met at all. Like, it was a very – it was a rough transition period the first couple of months. Are we talking months. about Toyota? No, we're talking about <gasps> the new job. Amazon. Ama- amazing, as amazing. Travis just pointed out when you look at it that way. It's amazing. Um, but, like, I had these expectations, and they weren't met about how the shift should go and how the processes should go that I do each every day. Um, and now that I, now I go into it not with it's going to be a good or bad day. I go into it knowing that – I guess expecting from whatever that it, that it's going to be a problem solving day no matter what goes on. And so if it's a shorter day and I get to drop things off quicker and I'm done, then that does make me happy. But I didn't go into it with a negative expectation. I went into it knowing the possibilities and then rolling with whatever happens. So like your question at the beginning was, do you think it's possible to not have expectations? And I think, yes, to be able to accept, I think that we can form the habits to accept exactly what's happening right now and what happens five seconds from now, like getting off the ramp on the interstate and you're like, oh, crap, I didn't see that coming, really. So we have the ability to learn those thoughts and behaviors and then to react to things as they are based on what we know about it in the moment versus what we think should be going on. So, yeah. So I think there's no point in focusing on is it a positive or is it not a positive expectation? Is it's that... What's going on right here in the present and what's the truth about that and how do I proceed? And then it's just like you just take life as it comes, literally, which would be a cool thing, I think. I agree. Mm-hmm. And we're getting there step by step. What? To a, a more patient, more accepting of the oh, present for moment. for sure. Yeah. I think, yeah, absolutely. Um would you like to hear the top eight worst expectations you can have? Yes. Ready? Mm-hmm. I feel like we should have, what is it Dave Letterman used to do? The drum roll. Or was it a drum roll? And yeah, it was a drum roll, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Drum roll, please. Can you press the drum roll button? No, you do the thing. On... Oh. Okay, here He's we go. got it. Ready? Drum roll, please. Number one. Oh, that That's good. what he does. That was good. That That's was what good. That's what he does. And Life oh, you should be. Smack your paper. I don't remember that part. Okay. Life should be fair. Ooh. <laughs> we got like That's a stereo. We could like, have each episode on each, each one of these. Could. Probably be a good idea because this one hasn't been so strong. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's gems within. So are we? No, let's not do that. Number seven. Number one. Life should be fair. Oh. Um, and so how many times? Huh? This is not how this list works. It's just, we just need to get them read. It doesn't matter what order. (laughs) Right. So life should be fair. Um, You know, it's like we've been told a million times Mm -hmm. in our lives that life isn't fair, right? I mean, why why would you think so? Why would you think it's supposed to be? That's not fair. I want another cookie. Yeah. Yeah. A surprising amount of us actually 
expect life to be fair. Isn't that strange? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, um, I think it depends on the lenses you're looking through. Because I think cultural background and what part of the world you came from and whether you were born to a certain socioeconomic, like, lots of factors. Okay, next. Ooh, this is a good sentence for that. So, like, the end of this said, on the Life Should Be Fair one, it said, sometimes there isn't any consolation prize. Um, I just lost <laughs> Sometimes there isn't any consolation prize. And the sooner you stop expecting there to be, the sooner you can take actions that will actually make a difference. So it's like kind of always go for the gold type deal. Oh, right? and that's talking about how we use our time too because if you think about going back to the interstate example, you get on the interstate, the time that you could be preparing to what you're going to happen in your next destination, like if you're going to work or whatever, you're spent being frustrated at the situation. So it like you save time or you get more better – you get better use of your time by not having to go through the frustrations before you get to – you know. okay, next. Number two. Woo. Opportunities will fall into my lap. I could argue that. No. Not like maybe this not This is an pre- expectation. Okay. So like, I, like I'm expecting the rays. I'm expecting, expecting traffic to be like not to have to do anything and things to fall into my lap. Okay. My you argument was going to be that whatever falls in my lap, I'll do something with it. Right. No. Okay. That's not what it means. That's not what that means. No. Um, when, you ta- when you take action, think what steps do I need to take, what obstacles are in my way, and what I need to do to remove them, and what mistakes am I making that take me away from my goals rather than towards them, right? It gets you are in a constant state of mind where you need to think about what you actually are going to do in life mm-hmm. um, instead of just thinking if I just sit here and do nothing, there's no work behind it, then it doesn't matter because tomorrow someone will offer me a great opportunity. So number two – Things will fall into my lap. That's not a great expectation to have. Just like life is fair, right? It's one of those things that you, if you don't expect it, you're not going to have this huge resentment in life and a yeah. huge letdown, right? Yeah. Um, number three, everyone should like me. I have that expectation. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's probably you know if you if you really dissect that sentence right there. Um, Life sh- or what was it? Everyone should like me. I mean, right there, that huge should just like all over that sentence. Uh, but I do think there's an expectation from from me, and I'll say it. And there's maybe not a maybe in there. I expect everybody to like me. Still, right now. Yeah. Yes, and I think that's probably. And again, this is I'm working this out right now. But like, <laughs> um, I think that is why I'm so bewildered and I'm so let down and I'm so like, I turn. Uh, I can get uh, what's the word defensive uh, because I expect people to like me, and when they don't, I go, "What the fuck is wrong with that person?" It doesn't cause me to look inward about why you know it eventually it does but it doesn't yeah. initially cause me to look inward about oh i must have done something wrong it's what is wrong with them <laughs> something's obviously wrong with them if they don't like me mm-hmm. so yeah i do have that expectation that's one that that's one of, that's a hard one for me i think um i'm learning to i you know the past couple years or whatever more so that if someone doesn't like me and i've learned this a lot from you actually um in the past few months was that if someone doesn't like me that it has nothing to do with me. You know what I mean? Like I if if I know specifically it will in some way, I can think about it and within like a minute go, Oh, that was totally me. I get that. Ooh, I came on too strong or I said something I shouldn't have. Da 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 da. Whew. That's a yeah. Worked through that one real quick, right? Mm-hmm. That was what a two yep. minute little rant. Um 
so yeah, everyone should like me. Mm, I still, I don't know if I, <laughs> I'm like putting in the universe. I'm like, I don't want to not have that expectation. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. So here's the thing that here's that, here's where I'm going to in, inject my um, observances on this um, is because like you don't want people to like you or you want everybody to like you. But if you take the people that don't like you, how much time are you already spending with them? And do you even want them in your life? That's like, true. No, so I, I'll like give you that. Those people that we don't want to like us. And I remember Maria uh, Flynn talking about this on her shows because she is such a broad audience and so many comments about, you know, if she says something and how it affects them, that she has to to know that those people aren't meant to be in her life that don't like her. And that's currently how you're living your life. Uh-huh. So there's this internal, maybe it's the ego, this internal voice that says that you battle with maybe that um, in maybe just inside that like you want people to like you, everyone, even if you're going to be in your circle or not. But the way you live your life, your actions speak that you're already – you're an example of that. Yeah. I know. That's still, it still boggles the people bo- you surround yourself like, with. just boggles you. me whenever someone oh. doesn't like genuinely like me. And that's – I don't know. That might that, – you're right. That probably is the ego going, you're amazing. <laughs> you're a perfect and you're you don't have perfect. to change at all. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, yeah. Number four is people should agree with me. Right? And so we yeah. innately like – well, a lot – not I can't say a lot or most of us or whatever. But I can say that for me, it's uh, the things that come out of my mouth – are usually educated, but a lot of the times they can be an educated guest. <laughs> um, but it's kind of like, no, I don't think people should agree with me. And that would be boring, I would believe, too. Like if someone – if like everybody agreed with everything you said or as a na- – like a people, if we agreed with all of our leaders and <laughs> shit. Yeah. Huh, can you imagine? So no, I don't want – I want to hear actually – that's how I learn as well too from somebody is that if a lot of other people have different of opinions, um, yeah. Yeah. That's cool shit. That was um, – hopefully I get all of this thought that I was going – that's one of those things that we were talking about earlier with expectations um, that like where does it start? It starts from the minute you open your eyes and start perceiving your world, I, I think. That seems logical. Um Number five. I lost it again. Oh, my God. <laughs> number five. Actually kind of goes with number four a little bit. Um, number four was I think people should agree with me. And number five is people know what I'm trying to say. My expectations is that whenever I talk to you, you understand me, right? And that's a, that's a, that's a crap expectation to have for sure for anybody because, you know, if you're saying something um, and the person's nodding, right? You think that right like this, like that, right? So you think that they they know what you're saying, so you don't have to explain. You know, think about how short conversations would be too if people knew what I was saying as I was saying it, right? There wouldn't be any explanation. There wouldn't be any learning from the other part. Yeah. What do you have? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh man, the Kellogg's here. Woo! Along with Kimberly. Oh, Kimberly, you're um, likable too. Thank you. Oh. See, and she like, see. This is why. This, this is, is why. <laughs> right. This is why I. This is your life in progress, right here, uh, as it is. But that's still that's a good point, though. That knowing that your outs, the way you live your life, is not the way your thoughts are. So that's the one of the things when you learn that thoughts aren't facts or fe- feelings aren't facts. I don't remember what it was. Don't trust your thoughts. Right. Yeah. Okay. Number six. 
Number six is kind of what you were talking about before, Daniel, I think, um, which was negative expectations. Number six is having an expectation that I'm going to fail, right? Um, and so as this says, it says, um, if you expect to fail, you stand a higher chance of actually bringing that into fruition. Um, except that sometimes you'll fail and sometimes you'll succeed. But if you pursue an endeavor, believe that you, at all you're being that you're going to succeed in that endeavor. Otherwise, you'll limit the chances of that happening. This is like perception is lists like these are hard for me now that I know that like the way I perceive the world isn't good or bad. It just is. And then whatever I do with it. And so like that one, what was that? Oh crap. Hold on. I can, Oh, I need it to go. What's oh, happening. I'm going, I forgot the topic. I'm going to <laughs> fail. <laughs> that took way too long. Um, like just perception, like I am going to fail. I know that in order for me to get to like an expert level at something, let's say I want to try crocheting and I want to become an expert, then there's going to be times where I'm going to be taking that thing apart and like redoing it or whatever. And um, so it's like I, I, I and, you know, and a lot of the people that I look up to, they had to fail to get to where they are now. So it's like expecting to fail because I know growth is behind that wall would be a positive thing. It's true. Or it would at least be a growth and in, in, inhibiting thing. It's very true. What is? <laughs> that growth inhibiting wall that you're oh talking about. Oh my gosh. Yep. You didn't think I was paying attention. Yeah, it's not that you just repeated the lessons. <laughs> What's next? What's number seven? Number seven, things will make me happy. Ugh. I mean, it, it pays my bills, so I can't really argue with that. I deliver oh, things gotcha. and stuff to people's doors all day. Sure, long. things yeah. can make life more fun and comfortable in the short run, but they can't. They can't make you happy in the long run. Too many of us expect a future event to make us happy instead of looking more deeply into the real cause of our unhappiness. If you don't fix what you're going on inside, no external event or item is going to make you happy, no matter how much you want it to. I'm still calling bullshit on that, right? Um, <laughs> and that's kind of jokingly, but like. What was it? I saw this meme the other day that said, Dear God, please give me the chance to show you that being a billionaire would still make me a good person. <laughs> I want to like, you know what I mean? Like, I'll take that. Things can't make you happy. That's true, I guess. But it's but he's able to handle those billions because he's already in yeah. a place in here. Otherwise, he, how like what he does with that billion depends on defines Who's he. The person that you – the meme was about. Me. It I was just, about me. I know, but whatever. Okay, so about you. But like just I would, he is in, in the quote. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so I, I think it's independent. Yeah, thanks. Our happiness is happy. independent of things. Here's the best one. This, dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Can I get another, the last drum roll? That's not a drum roll. There it is. It's like drum circle. Number eight. <laughs> uh, I can change him or her. Oof. <laughs> that works with you. What are we talking about? That. I said it worked with you. What worked? I changed you. Shit. <laughs> you know, wild I wish we dream. had your reaction on camera, Danielle. It is. Oh. It was, it was unbelievable. It was believable. It's fun. That is a loud straw sucking motion moment going on over there. Are you going to finish? Finish what? That number eight. Wow, that is a uh, complete false. Oh, I didn't start it. I just made a comment to be funny. Oh. Yeah. That was just it. Is that worked with you. 
but now the moment's over. So, um, so I can change him or her. Yeah, I, I, unless unless the person accepts the role of misery to be changed by someone else, like that person made that decision though. So like it's it's false on all grounds. It can't happen. It literally cannot happen anyways. Someone has to agree to the change. I just thought of like four things that that could actually unravel that. So agreed. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I don't know. You'll have to Google that if you want to know for sure. (laughs) Google that. (laughs) What was that? That goes back to number five. Everybody should know what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Can't you hear this right now? Oh my gosh. That's great. No, you can't change anybody. Like, I think the bottom line is expectations are stupid. (laughs) Stupid. And why, why are they? Oh, just say. I, I've been doing this with like thought spirals that go into my head that tend to not be more. <laughs> That's happy. a new name for it. I thought like spirals. it. Thought spirals. Yeah. Um, Rabbit holing. I would say, and they they cause me angst. And so I said, "Angst, leave me." He's been go. watching Downton Abbey. Get out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Repeat that. Yeah. So I was having these. This I was in good. this. I was in this rabbit hole thought spiral. Thought I like thought spiral. Yeah. Thought. What did you say it was Downton Abbey? <laughs> you said circling it. back around. No. <laughs> He said, it brings me angst. Oh. And I said, he's been watching too much yes, Downton Abbey. <laughs> I have. Well, it's finished. Maybe they'll come back as adults. Movie's coming up. Oh, go. Oh, We're sh- squirreling the crap out of I know, of but this. now you got to tell me where we came from. Thought spiral. Oh, I was in a thought spiral. I was driving on the interstate, and you know how like your mind can blank out when you're driving? So it was just like I was just in this thought spiral, and it was not bringing – it was bringing me angst. Much angst. I do declare. <laughs> Bless your heart. And so I, I just said, get out of my head. Leave me. Like, I was kind of, it was kind of, my, my hand was in the air. My hand was on both parts of the steering wheel, mom. But <laughs> I was just lies. like, get out of my head. Leave me alone. Well, and it was because we were listening to this podcast where. There we go. Now we're getting to it. Yeah. Here so we, we were go. listening to this podcast to where um, people who, some people are psychics and mediums and they have the ability to see energy in the form of maybe past lives or whatever um and so sometimes that's bothersome and they have to learn how to turn it off and so the woman who's being interviewed on this podcast she was like you just have to say whatever you believe in she used the example of god um in the name of in the name of god mother earth universe whatever you want to say leave me alone do not bother me i do not want you here right now and then they go um and so i did that with my thought spiral and it worked. Within like 10 seconds, it was out of my head and it was gone. He said he did it a couple it was, times. He was ha- super yeah. excited to come yeah, home yeah, that yeah. night. <laughs> I, yeah. It happened twice that day and I've done it before. And it's like, it works. Yeah. So try it if you're in a, or maybe even if you're in like an actual situation. Leave me alone right now. In the name of God. I don't know if that would work, but like for your internal change. Yeah. Don't, don't go. But you said Stay. in the name of God, I have to go. No. Go and do good things. Um, but yeah, it works. So I was applying that into this, but now I don't remember what I was applying it to. Me neither. Why did that story start? Because you you just <laughs> you were just like oh, so maybe you could just say that to expectations. I'm a, I'm just gonna wrap it back up in expectations because that's all I think it was. Okay, so that's our show. That's our show. <laughs> and talking about expectations, like this show was a little more. Um, there was some unraveling in certain parts, and it looped around, and it was a lot of fun. So, but we didn't. We don't come into the show with expectations. We roll with it. Oh, do we not? I don't. Oh, yeah, because you're just so married. <laughs> no, I just say I don't. 
Because I've done it in the past. Okay, oh, there was a loud my boom. My God. So, so with that, from with our that heart, heart to, yours, to yours, have a wonderful day, everybody. And we'll see you next Tuesday. Yep. It's happened to life. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. We can Tuesday. do it on ours, too. <laughs> Wink. We are so grateful you joined us for another episode of Tap Into. Please like us on Facebook and drop us a message to say hi. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud and share us on your favorite social media. Special shout out to Specialty Produce Network. Aw, thanks. And our listeners and followers because we couldn't do this without you. And we're better together. Until next time, get, get out, out there, there and tap, tap into, into life. life. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.